0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Brainworms, the podcast that invites you into a crumbling antebellum mansion, plies you with bottle after bottle of wine, and when it starts to get dark, says, "Oh no, you can't go home now. You must stay the night." I'm Joe. I'm disturbed. And David. I'm Kane. And I'm Chris. And the uh, the holiday hijinks continue. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I love how mad you get.
1: I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't mad about the last holiday hijink. It was, it was just different.
0: I actually was less disturbed by the, the last one because of the mockery I felt it was making of Christmas cheer. I mean, sure. <laughs> well, I mean, if you felt that way about the last one, then you're going you're gonna to ride that train hard. Oh, <laughs> <I was> talking <laughs> about train. <laughs> yeah, we are. As we read... Fuck, what's this book called? <laughs> Idiot. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Butt Raptor wait, wait, by what? author what? Chuck Tingle. Oh. oh, Mr. Tingle. Two-time Hugo Award winner, American hero, prover of love.
1: Wait, Did he write wait. his own bio? Chuck <laughs> Tingle.
0: <laughs> that was just me saying things from, from my mind. Right? Chuck like, oh
1: Tingle. Wow. He's written
2: biography. Big fan of Chuck Tingle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah who Chuck is Tingle's that?
0: great. Yeah, yeah, good.
2: I've heard that name. Who is that? Chuck Tingle. You're about to find out who that is. Yep. He's the author of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Butt Raptor.
0: I misspoke. He's not a two-time Hugo Award winner. He's a two-time Hugo Award nominee. Ah,
2: uh, well, how can I trust you on any of the rest of that now?
0: I mean, I talk a lot of shit. You probably shouldn't trust most of the things I say. Okay, but,
1: but, but wait, hang on. No, like, I, I know this guy from something. Like, like, I, I, like, I've...
0: He's probably somebody you've hung out with on Second Life, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> That's...
1: <laughs> not accurate. Oh my god! Oh, Joe, I am disappointed in you. Why? He wrote Unicorn Butt Cops, and we're not reading that. He did that.
0: write Unicorn Butt Cops. He also wrote um, Erotic Unicorn Bikers. I'm disappointed no- in you. None of those are Christmas-themed. I don't not hey,
2: Chris, related to uh what if I told you you could read things
1: outside of the scope yeah, of the you, you can
0: just just read on your own time.
1: I actually hate the process of taking in information via words. Well, yeah, like I'm reading
0: words. the Dark Tower series now. That's all of language. Do,
1: do, <laughs> I said written words. I, I corrected myself.
0: Oh, I see. I mean he uh, you can get audiobooks of Chuck Tingle stuff if that's what you prefer.
1: It is what I prefer. I don't know if I'm gonna spend money on unicorn, but but cops but <laughs> you
2: should chuck would appreciate it yeah because i'm not going to call you up and read them to you
0: no is this an actual velociraptor or is it like a bald eagle or something that's really no no butts? It, it's an actual well, erotic dinosaur oh well that's
2: with a red nose we assume. Yeah, yeah.
0: i'm less angry uh-huh and just now a little concerned <laughs> You
2: know, the, the real tragedy about just reading the first chapter of Santa Steps Out is we never even got to the Easter Bunny.
0: Do we want to come back to Santa Steps no. Out next week,
1: David? <laughs> I want to come back to Chuck Tingle. Yeah, we absolutely will. I'll leave that up to you all to decide.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Let's just do it. That way, Joe doesn't spring some shit ass Christmas book on me. <laughs> I've, uh, I've sent you the link so that you can all appreciate the cover, which will be in the in the thumbnail so the listeners can see it, too just so that you can know what we're getting into well oh i'm so into this <laughs> i just wish i'm like a hugo award finalist joe yeah not yeah, just
2: yeah. a nominee he yeah, made he it was to a the finals
0: That's show important. some yeah. fucking respect i'm sorry i apologize to dr chuck tingle for misrepresenting his hugo award status is, is he a doctor on his name it's an unofficial doctorate? He's a Taekwondo Grandmaster. Yes, <laughs> <He is. laughs> <laughs> Almost a
1: black belt. God, I just, I have been extremely exposed to Chuck Tingle before, and I just don't remember where, when, or what the context was. I mean, was.
2: he's kind of
0: a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's around the internet. He's extremely online. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, why aren't we reading Upset Trump Supporter Founded in the Butt <laughs> by... Because that's or- not thematic to the glorious season of the winter holidays kane i just want to i want to get this book title all the way out yeah yeah do it upset trump supporter pounded in the butt by his search for meaning now that his bigoted cult leader has been voted out <laughs> that does sound pretty amazing <laughs> let's put a pin in that and we'll come back to it in the new year real quick that <laughs> does sound pretty good I, I,
1: I do want to express this thought of all the internet controlling everything i do believe that chuck tingle is like the apex
0: yes and no in that there is no irony to what chuck tingle is doing the character that that he has constructed and the the things that he writes about based on the, the social media presence of chuck tingle is completely sincere you know, trolling implies some level of of irony or or snark or sarcasm.
1: I have never been this stopped in my tracks before. Because I thought that this was like a whole kit and caboodle. This was like a character he was doing.
0: There is an element of, of a character that is Dr. Chuck Tingle. But it's not sarcastic, if that makes sense.
2: It's not sort of Stephen
0: Colbert- yeah, Dude, yeah. His Twitter bio is fucking amazing. Follow Chuck Tingle on all social media. Yeah, world's greatest author, PhD from DeVra University in holistic <laughs> massage, inventor of the tingler.
2: Uh, yeah, I would I I don't know. I I don't really know a lot about Chuck Tingle other than I see his name come up a lot of times, but it seems to me that he's more in the line of like John Waters. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's, you know, he's kind of writing these things that are designed to be provocative and just trashy. And he knows that's what they are. Mm -hmm. But I mean,
0: just the cover art really, you know, explains that pretty clearly.
2: Yeah. And it's just still, though, completely sincere.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, I, I think I, okay, when, when I said apex of trolling, I did not mean that, like, th- like, the sincerity is what I think makes him the apex of it. Um, sure. When you get into some of these trolling characters, some of the trolls will get so wrapped up in the facade that, like, they're just completely hollow, and they have no, like, internal what they actually want out of life or their own personal desires.
2: Yeah, their <laughs> uh, persona takes over their person.
1: Right, which is why I think that Chuck is the apex. Like he is himself, and he's also like, and and this is all just part of him, and he's just sure. having a great time. And that's yeah, why no, I, I guess he, he's not
0: trolling.
2: He's just fucking weird.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> he's just an eccentric. Yeah, I love him.
2: Yeah, I I got nothing but love for Chuck Dingle.
0: Yeah, uh, follow Chuck Dingle on social media. It's a trip. He's amazing. <laughs> right, I'm gonna tweet at him from. Brain worms. Yeah, do please do absolutely. Oh my god, if you response that would be so fucking cool. <laughs> he might. Oh, that would be that would make me so happy. Uh, like, Donald if, Trump pounded in the butt by the handsome Russian T Rex, who also peed on his butt and then blackmailed him with the videos <laughs> of his butt getting peed on. That
1: is the okay. title of a novel that he wrote. If this podcast goes absolutely nowhere, like if if we never get any listeners ever. But if we can get Chuck Tingle to respond to us, like Mm -hmm. everything will be worth it. Oh, that would make me happy. Living inside my own butt for eight years,
0: starting a business and turning a profit through common sense reinvestment and strategic targeted marketing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know that Kane has definitely jumped
1: on board. (laughs) Bigfoot pirates haunt my balls. (laughs) And then this one's really
0: appropriate not pounded by anything while i practice re- responsible social distancing <laughs> chuck tingle author of bisexual mothman mailman makes a special delivery in our butts <laughs> yeah david why don't you just go ahead and uh wait, well, I, wait Joe... do the, I have to do the promo i have to do the promo well just fucking do it i'm gonna do it dad don't forget if you enjoy this go to wegiveyoubrainworms.com you can support us on Patreon give us some money also go to your bookseller of choice and buy a Chuck Tingle ebook because they're all amazing and they're like between $3 and $5 and we have a Discord community oh yeah we do have a Discord server now hey cool i just learning about that now hey i, I tried to invite you david but we're not friends on discord because you're a dick
2: Oh, it's actually because I don't ever use Discord. So,
0: but I digress. You can video conference through Discord. But regardless, we have a Discord community. There's usually someone hanging out in it. Mm -hmm. That someone is generally Joe or me. Yeah, But we're in that Discord. So if you happen to to join our Discord and want to shoot the shit with one of us idiots, Mm -hmm. it's on the table. Yep. Real quick, one more Chuck Tingle book title because that's, just the, the fun it makes me that so we're happy. having today <laughs> Mike Pence pounded in the butt by his handsome wearfly. Yeah. that's I think yeah I
2: saw that one on Facebook I've just you see the titles from yeah. time to time just float by and I've never taken the time to actually read one of his things before but man am I kind of jazzed for this
0: yeah this should be pretty fun there's a bitcoin in my butt and he is handsome <laughs>
1: God, like the, the non-sequitur humor, I, I really like that. Yeah. Well then, shall we?
0: Yeah, take us in.
2: Rudolph, the Red-Nosed Butt rap by Chuck Tingle. After learning I wasn't going home for Christmas this year, I knew the holidays were going to be difficult. This is the first time in my life that I haven't been able to celebrate with my family.
0: Eh, families are lame. It's spending true. Spending
2: the evening buried under mountains of paperwork from the firm. Normally, we all get enough time to fly home for the weekend, but this year, an unexpected caseload has forced everyone to cancel their travel plans. A caseload of coronavirus? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, even if I didn't have to spend most of my time in the office, I'd probably still be trapped here in Chicago. The weather started bad and has only gotten worse. Holy
0: shit, David. David, stop. David. David. David, stop. David. David, whoa. David. There's a Chuck Tingle role-playing game.
1: Oh my fucking God. Yup. (laughs) Well, I know what what new addition we're making to our uh, Brainworms thingy.
0: (laughs) I think we're also going to be setting up a listener fucking tabletop game. (laughs) (laughs) I mean Patreon only, right? Yeah, right. We're fucking locking that behind a paywall. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: If there isn't a class for being a unicorn, I'm going to be sad. I'll look into that for you.
2: Yeah, that's 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 great. That's that's happy knowledge right there. I really do believe in the spirit of Christmas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry for interrupting you like that, but that was holy shit.
2: Yeah. 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 All right. That's okay. Of course, even if I didn't have to spend most of my time in the office, I'd probably still be trapped here in Chicago. The weather started bad and has only gotten worse, prompting widespread cancellation at the airport as folks buckle down and hope for the best. I've been checking the news regularly for updates about the rapidly escalating snowfall, trying to figure out if all planes are grounded or just commercial airlines. Even though I'm not flying home myself, I'd be completely destroyed if I couldn't send a gift to my mother and father on this important day. For my mom, I got a new set of tools she's been eyeing. And for my dad, I bought a brand new vegan cookbook. Unfortunately, if I don't hurry up, neither of them will get their gift in time. I could never forgive it's
0: myself. It's just poor planning.
2: It is, yeah, really. Y- you know things are going to happen. It's, it's yeah. Christmas time.
0: Like, plan ahead, people. You can be a unicorn in the Chuck Tingle yes. RPG bar. You can? You can, yes.
2: That's fantastic. Rushing down the city street with my jacket wrapped tightly around me, I stomp confidently through the snow, defying nature itself. Nothing's gonna keep this package from hitting the road on time, and although my car can't make it out of my garage, I can still get to the post office on foot. Around me, a slim handful of other Chicagoans have chosen to head out in the storm taking care of their holiday business if it's the last thing they do. TAKING CARE OF BUSINESS Buses are still running, fortunately, but if the snow keeps coming down like this, I can't imagine they'll stay active much longer. I clutch the presents even tighter against my body, pressing onward as the cold wind whips against the only exposed portion of my face. My heart is slamming hard within my chest, partially from this grueling physical test, But mostly due to the mounting fear that I won't be able to get these packages to their Los Angeles destination.
0: Packages.
2: Packages. (laughs) Okay. Packages. Christmas has always meant a lot to my family and me, and being away from them over the holidays was already a difficult pill for my parents to swallow. Family and I. No gift, regardless of what it actually is, would be too much for them to bear. Of course, they'd act like everything was okay, and nothing would really come of it deep down, I'd know they were disappointed. I round the final corner of this massive building and my breath suddenly catches in my throat. There before me is the post office, covered in snow and ice, but still seemingly active on this blustery day. I begin to sprint across the street towards the building, mustering up all the strength I have to push myself onward. So it's really
0: just a book about poor time (laughs) management.
2: (laughs) It's only then that I see a sign on the door flipping around going from open to closed as the last mail truck of the day pulls away and barrels up the street, pushing the snowdrifts away from its broad frame as it goes. No! I cry out, waving my arms. Wait! A postal worker within the building sees me running toward him, but doesn't hesitate as he turns around and begins to stroll away from the glass door, ready to head home for the night. Wait! I try again. It's Christmas! Suddenly, the man stops. He turns back around and meets me at the door only cracking it open the slightest bit to keep the cold air from getting in. The last truck just left. There's nothing I can do, the mail worker informs me. I'm sorry. I need to get this package to my family in Los Angeles by tomorrow! I cry out. The mail worker just stares at me blankly, shaking his head. Buddy, even if you got here in time, that package wouldn't get where it's headed for another week. The snow's got all planes grounded, even commercial now. We're trucking things out of the storm and then sending them up, but there's still crazy delays. This is our busiest time of the year already, with or without the weather.
1: Has anyone really been, like, upset by receiving a gift, like a Christmas gift late?
0: You can't imagine why you would be unless you're kind of a shitty person. I try not to receive Christmas gifts, so, because fuck Christmas. Yeah, you you prefer to get second Halloween gifts. It's true.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Halloween 2, Spooky Boogaloo isn't there anything you can do i beg no you already said that <laughs> yeah i made it pretty clear i'm not made of magic the mail worker informs me solemnly i'm sorry i let out a long sigh and then turn around slowly overwhelmed with feelings of defeat as i begin my long trudge back home through the snow wait the man suddenly calls out from behind me emotions me toward him lowering his voice despite the fact that there's no one around to hear him listen i'm not supposed to tell you this Because he's our direct competition. But there is someone who could get your package to the West Coast by tomorrow. It'll cost you, though. Whatever it takes, I inform him. The money isn't important. I just want my parents to get their gifts for Christmas.
1: Oh, it's not money. Go to
2: Suite 69 in the Rudolph Building on Candy Cane Avenue. That's the top floor, the postal worker instructs. That's
0: not a real street. I
2: narrow my eyes. I don't get it. Is this some kind of joke? Uh, Kane, is that a real street? You were in Chicago.
0: What's the street again?
2: Candy Cane Avenue? No. In the Rudolph Building?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Rudolph Building. Yeah, yeah. I always forget about that one.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet 69 there.
1: That's, that's where we're headed. Yeah.
0: Candy Cane Street. Give it a
1: lick. <laughs> get a staff infection. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gift that keeps on giving. I narrow my
2: eyes. I don't get it. Is this some kind of joke? The mail worker shakes his head. Not at all. There's someone there who can get your package anywhere in the world within a few hours. Who should I ask for? I question. The legend himself, Rudolph, the helpful mailman continues, finally closing the door and returning to the depths of his post office once more. I turn and pull out my phone, doing a search for Candy Cane Avenue, but quickly discovering that the storm has caused me to lose all cell service. Fortunately, I vaguely remember seeing a street with that name just west of here. The only question now is how far.
1: How far is too far?
2: (laughs) All the way to Candy Cane Avenue, baby.
0: I want to rock down to Candy Cane Avenue.
2: I wonder if Mr. Candy Cane is there.
0: Nah, that motherfucker's dead.
2: (laughs) The snow only begins to come down harder as I trudge onward. These vast white blankets rising higher and higher around me as I make my way. By now, the fellow pedestrians I'd noticed earlier have all disappeared, hunkering down somewhere warm for the next long while. At this point, I actually start to worry, realizing that the storm has made it quite difficult to navigate through the very streets of my once familiar city. If I get lost out here, I could freeze. The hanging Christmas lights that line these massive buildings around me were donned with good intentions and holiday cheer. But now they've made things even more strange and disorienting. I can barely see through the blizzard, squinting up at the towering structures as I try my best to read the addresses before me. Suddenly, my heart skips a beat as I make out the symbol of a massive red R. I rush toward the building and in one final effort I push into the lobby, instantly hit by a wave of warmth. Almost immediately, the world around me changes to one of calm, holiday relaxation. Jazzy Christmas music twinkling through the speakers above as well-dressed city-dwellers bustle about in this enormous lobby. Nobody here seems at all concerned by the storm around them, just going about their business as usual. I approach the front desk where a woman sits patient and smiling. If I didn't know any better, I'd say she was dressed as an elf. How can I help you, sir? the woman asks. I need to speak to Rudolph, I inform her, setting my packages on the desk between us. It's an emergency! The woman looks at me with an apologetic face, clearly not wanting to give me the bad news. I'm sorry, she says. Rudolph is very, very busy this time of year. He doesn't have time for any meetings. I take a deep breath and let it out slowly, suddenly realizing that all this hardship could be for nothing. I'm trying not to get emotional, but I can't help myself. But... It's Christmas! I finally If we've say, learned
0: anything from this book, it's just don't wait until the last minute to do things. Right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean. Like voting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I have a, a bomb shelter beneath the house. You know? prime prep for doomsday. You all laughed at me. Chris,
0: that doesn't count as a bomb shelter. Digging a three foot hole <laughs> and then putting like an old door frame over top of it doesn't protect you from bombs. No. Hey,
1: that door frame is an antique and it has there's a really no old door lock in it. No one knows how to pick that lock, Kane. It's because secure. Because there's no door in it. <laughs> it's just a door Look, frame. Kane, Kane it's, it's
0: um, is that a bomb shelter or just a hole that you Kane, like to crawl into, Mr. <laughs> Kane? Shut up, Joe Kane. It's is, not is your fault that you don't difference? understand
1: how, how how locks work. Uh, Fair you're funny. not a locksmith. So, you know, I'm not going to blame you.
0: I'm not a locksmith. You can probably just pick it with a paperclip if you uh, have a high enough skill. All
2: I'm saying is the only real appropriate bomb shelter is an old refrigerator. It will save you in the event of being exploded in a nuclear explosion. I saw it in a documentary film about a crystal skull.
1: <laughs> uh, I, remember, I remember when I went to go see that movie in theaters. Yeah, me too.
0: I oh, bet that was a really good use
1: <laughs> time. My expectation going in was like, oh, it'll just be like a, a fun action movie. And it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. You're doing one
0: more of those. That's what I hear. I don't know why. It's, it's apparently but... going to be the very last Indiana Jones movie. Is George Lucas involved? Uh, I think Spielberg's involved. I don't know about George Lucas. Um, probably because there's only so much Harrison Ford left right. at this point.
2: And they kind of tried and failed to replace him with Shia LaBeouf.
0: Actual yeah. cannibal.
2: Shia LaBeouf.
0: They should get the kid from Solo to play Indiana Jones. He was good. Yeah.
2: That'd be... it. it be weird to be an actor and have your career basically be defined by portraying yeah. the like career defining roles of a completely different actor. <laughs> That's a <fair>
1: welcome point. <laughs> welcome to art as governed by corporations. Well, yeah. yeah,
0: I did like that actor though. Me
1: too. I enjoyed me that too. movie. I liked I was that movie fun. a lot.
0: Yeah, same. Yep.
2: The woman behind the counter smiles as if relieved that she can help me now. Then reaches over and pulls a large lever next to her. There's a label printed clearly below it that reads, But it's Christmas. Suddenly, there's a loud ding as a bright red and green elevator opens up, far away from the normal elevator bay. The woman behind the counter nods at me, then waves toward the lift. Rudolph will see you now. This goes straight to his office. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) All you have to do is just say, But it's Christmas. But it's Christmas. Yeah. I thank the woman, then hurry over to my elevator, stepping inside. There are no buttons, but the door closes almost immediately, rocketing upwards at such an incredible pace that it almost knocks me off my feet. Rocketing. I grab...
1: <laughs> red rocket. <laughs> That's canines. <sighs> I'm gonna, Not serbines.
2: I grab the railing and settle in, feeling a lurch in my stomach as the elevator swiftly arrives at the top floor penthouse. The large metallic doors slide open, revealing an absolutely beautiful modern office.
1: Why does it smell like a lube in here?
2: The ceilings are high, and to the right of me is a roaring fireplace with a stocking hung above it.
1: Was that a
0: comment on the book, or were you just thinking out loud, Chris?
1: Sorry, what?
2: (laughs) The distant wall is completely made of floor-to-ceiling glass, outside of which the snow continues to drift down in an endless white cascade. There's a large oak desk at the other end of the room, where a handsome velociraptor sits. He's shirtless and beautifully sculpted. But the two most notable things about this dinosaur are the massive antlers upon his head and the way that his reptilian snout glows with a brilliant red light.
0: This is the best.
2: The raptor stands to greet me, walking around his desk and approaching swiftly. They buzzed me from down below. Looks like you're in need of a Christmas miracle, the handsome prehistoric creature offers.
1: Now I'm just trying to envision dinosaur lips trying to articulate human speech
2: haven't you ever seen the uh third jurassic park movie or tammy and the t-rex I, I haven't seen that actually i haven't seen that either
1: it's that's uh made it's, up. it's whoopi goldberg's the greatest hit movie wait wasn't whoopi goldberg
2: in a completely different dinosaur movie where she was a cop that's tammy yeah. and the t-rex
1: oh no wait that's not tammy and the t-rex that, that, but that's no, the movie i'm that, thinking that of. that
0: movie has denise richards in it Denise Richards and uh, Paul something, the Paul Walker.
2: Oh, he was in, they were in Taming the T-Rex.
0: Tammy and the T-Rex.
2: Tammy I don't and know, the I T-Rex. I don't know what's going on. I, we're discussing the finer dinosaur buddy films, apparently. Sure.
0: Well, the T-Rex just kind of eats the people that took his brain, but oh. it's, it's a whole thing. The, uh, the 90s quasi-sitcom dinosaurs. Also had dinosaurs with articulate humanoid mouths that's
2: true as well
0: that was such a good show it was yeah, shit like that I feel like contributed to a lot of weird, confused adults decades later <laughs> do you mean in regards to like sexual fetishes no, just just in regard to just being weird and confused yeah, i mean it's, it's, it's i mean partially that as well, but not exclusively. wasn't there like a a baby dinosaur that's catchphrase was not the baby or something like that not the mama yeah not and it the would hit the, hit the dad dinosaur on the head with like a, a stew pot the dad's name was Earl I think yeah yeah it was I haven't thought about the show dinosaurs in Jesus probably at least a decade at this point all it takes is a sex book about a velociraptor <laughs>
2: takes you right back to your childhood
1: (laughs) Uh, and and real quick um i was also curious if there was a connection between childhood exposure to cartoons and so on and and late and then when you develop sexually and so on there's no clear-cut connection if if there was we would like like fur- like furries would be a majority in terms of like Disney movies.
0: That's fair. Like I mean that's that's in there. Like that's bundled in for sure. But just generally being kind of alienated and confused. <laughs> a lot of pop culture in the late 80s through the 90s was just just kind of off in a lot of ways yeah
2: i i don't know if it was there was corporate weird then in a way that there's not corporate yeah. weird now i guess like i don't know
0: like the very peculiar era of nickelodeon right and even like saturday morning cartoons of that time were like the the batman cartoon that that got fairly dark at different points yeah, yeah. or like courage the cowardly dog yeah yeah or aeon flux or anything on liquid television Mm -hmm. yeah the Mm -hmm. head yeah the the, yeah the max Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh yeah we're just dating ourselves at this point (laughs) oh yeah we're just old people here's a here's a thing about
1: like why media at least my my opinion as to why media has changed and why it's kind of why it's there's a lot of throwback the longer that any system in anything is in place the more likely it is that there are people that have learned to gamify it. Mm. So in terms of media, as far as I can tell at least, those weren't copying or throwing back anything, but as media has progressed into this corporate awfulness, it's become more statistics of what, it, what are hits and what aren't. So you're you know, it's there it's mm. less about expression or new ideas.
0: It was a little more of the wild west right. yeah. during that I time. Mean, I
2: I think there's probably some truth to that and, you know, aside from everything sort of being focus grouped and custom created to appeal and, you know, all of this knowledge about what is going to make the most appealing thing. Mm -hmm. You also kind of got the, the entirety of culture now seems to be it's remix culture.
0: You know, it's Mm -hmm. take the old thing and reconstruct it
2: and just reboot everything, recreate everything. Like it's not surprising to me at all that, you know star wars and marvel comics properties are the biggest things right now because Mm -hmm. kids grew up reading those you know they grew up on star wars they grew up reading marvel comics and then they became our age and became executives in charge of movie studios Mm -hmm. now Mm
1: -hmm. and real quick and i i feel like this is an important hair to split re Inventing something is not innately a bad thing. Remixing is not, not innately a bad thing.
2: One thing I personally love is mashups, like music mashups. I think those are great. That's a oh, yeah. brilliant thing to do, and people that do it well are impressive to me.
0: Like Klaus Larson. I don't recall that name. No, he was the lead singer and the programmer for Leather Strip.
2: Oh, okay okay
0: and he did a shit ton of remixes for bands and made their songs better
2: yeah yeah most of the time like you can nice. tell for certain if you saw leather strip remix it was gonna be a pretty banging mix
0: yeah it was gonna be better than the original track <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, neil cicerega
2: oh yeah i know neil cicerega
0: mouth moods yeah i love i love yep. their stuff so much we should read this sexy dinosaur oh Christmas yeah book. we were doing that Yeah, from now on, can you guys not call me Kane? Can you call me the manifestation or the manifested concept of rage?
1: That's really long to say. Let's call you MCR, Manifested Concept of Rage. My chemical rose. Tomato, six of one, half dozen of the other.
0: I just clicked on the Tingleverse role playing game. Yeah. (laughs) And the manifested concept of rage is a bad thing that people could cite. Nice. (laughs) Sightings of the manifested concept of rage are becoming more and more frequent. I would like to be the manifested concept of We're rage. We're gonna have to play at least a game of of the Tinkleverse.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. It might actually be unironically very fun. I, I kinda
0: want David to run it because that seems like an energy oh God. that we
1: could really
2: dig into.
0: <laughs> um please continue.
2: They buzzed me from down below. Looks like you're in need of a Christmas miracle. The handsome prehistoric creature offers. Mm. <laughs> he reaches out his clawed hand and gives me a firm shake. I'm Rudolph. Oh my god, I stammer, feeling as I realize just who I'm standing in the presence of. You're actually Rudolph. I thought it was just the name of your company or something. The dinosaur cracks a smile. Nope, it's me. From the old song, I clarify. Rudolph, the red nosed raptor? That's the one, Rudolph continues and you are turno perps i offer that's a handsome name the dinosaur replies
0: I need to start saying that anytime someone tells me what their name is
1: <laughs> yeah that's the first time i've ever heard handsome apply to something not visual and i kind of yeah, like, like it, it too. i think we'll start using
0: yeah. that that's a handsome
2: name i think i'm just gonna start using that completely out of context <laughs> So, David, how was your day? That's a handsome day. That's a name. Name. <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly remember that time is limited, struggling to collect myself. Oh, yeah, I stammer, pulling out my boxes and handing them over to the holiday dinosaur. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that ju- that I don't know why, you? but that's the part that broke me. All
1: right. <laughs> Look, it has to happen sooner or later. Ah. Okay,
2: okay. Ah, I need to get these gifts to my parents in Los Angeles. By tomorrow? Rudolph questions, then offers me a playful wink. Why, that would take a Christmas miracle! So you can help me? I question. I just did, the antlered dinosaur replies. At first I'm confused, until I glance down and realize that the packages are now missing from his hands, disappearing without a trace. I glance around the room. Peering around the nearby couch to see if I can spot one of the boxes. Where are they? I question. I just told you, Rudolph replies. They're in my butt. They're waiting under your parents' tree in Los Angeles. I stare at him in shock. Holy shit! (laughs) I blurt. I knew you were good at getting through snowstorms, but that was incredible. I didn't even notice you leaving. Nobody ever does, Rudolph continues. (laughs) That's the nature of time travel. Time travel?
0: i question repeating everything i say (laughs) what
2: is this an anime (laughs) (laughs) the handsome dinosaur nods people always assume that me and santa get all the presents delivered because we're fast but it actually has nothing to do with that in fact we're working most of the year which is why i set up this chicago office while he's up in alaska you see when you can travel through time Delivering presents is easy. It just takes a lot of work. That's the definition of being fast! <laughs> I mean, technically, everyone can travel through time. Yeah. We're all doing At it At the speed of constantly. regular time. At the yeah. speed of time, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but as you get closer to the speed of light, like, time distorts. So if you're time traveling, then you're traveling beyond the speed of light.
2: Maybe they're also using magic time from santa steps out
1: look this science doesn't check out in this romantic i mean honestly (laughs) this
2: makes sense to me because in santa steps out rudolph wasn't there it was was lucifer Lucifer. yeah yeah. and so obviously there was some sort of uh a break and rudolph was replaced by lucifer Mm -hmm. as a shiny antlered reindeer sure and uh and rudolph who was never a reindeer at all but actually uh anthropomorphic
1: yeah, Amber, yeah we, we, mm-hmm, we were all just mistaken you you're, yeah. you've all been confused yeah. he's he's moved to
2: chicago and set up a branch mm-hmm. office and so he's just using magic yeah, that time. makes sense That's, i buy that
0: yeah
1: makes sense yeah 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 you know uh, rudolph got a promotion so you know gotta gotta get lucifer as you do mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. i'm kind of concerned that we might have just made the weird christmas erotica shared universe
0: i'm i'm worried about that with that i i think (laughs) if we leave no other mark on on this timeline the the erotic christmas expanded universe is enough for me oh my
1: god what if chuck tingle listens to this podcast and then he talks to the author of santa steps out and then they actually make a like a co-op project chuck
0: rob please guys do it to it, please. Please just you don't like you don't even have to write anything. Just send out a tweet that says, "Yeah, the, those are totally in the same universe," and then we can all walk <laughs> away with a smile on our faces. That's
2: the Christmas miracle I want most of all.
0: <laughs> Sames.
2: So you go back in time to make sure all the gifts get there on Christmas Eve. I question. Rudolph nods. Most of our deliveries take place over the summer, actually then we jump forward to christmas eve once we've arrived at the house after that we jump back sounds complicated but honestly it's not that difficult to figure out once you get the hang of it jump back yeah time travel
1: it's not complicated nah
2: nah simple simple hopscotching through time as you do i don't even know what to say shaking my head side to side in astonishment anyway that's the last of them offers rudolph heading for the doorway I'm done for the year. I can't believe this clearly wealthy dinosaur is willing to just leave me here all alone in his expensive penthouse office. But then I realize he'd know in the future if I stole anything and just come back to stop me. Hey! I shout, prompting the handsome raptor to pause and turn around once more. My mind is suddenly racing, trying to understand what it is that compelled me to reach out and stop Rudolph. I can now admit to myself that I'm incredibly attracted to him blown away by the creature's playful intelligence, sculpted body, and time traveling
1: abilities. Have you ever are you had doing? a time traveling orgasm? All of them. Yeah. No, 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 it's it's when you you climax before you start fucking. It's a really really erotic experience. That's like
2: super
1: premature yeah.
2: ejaculation. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it's very important that you actually do the fucking afterwards, otherwise it doesn't happen in the past.
2: Oh, and and you create a paradox right. and right. then time and space is yep. ripped apart and it was also you could nut. Are you proud of yourself? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm leaving. I don't want to fucking be here. You love being here. <laughs> it is your favorite thing.
1: You, you know, we could be we we could go back to reading stuff like trigger warning. <sighs>
0: We can't ever go uh, yeah. back to trigger warning. Please, hey, no. at least it's Rudolph Chinatown. isn't a
1: large man. It's true.
0: I mean, he's he's definitely muscular.
1: Yeah. They, they didn't say tall. Yeah, I'm taking I, I it. I haven't, ha- we haven't had a book in a while that's had a big man. I mean, Santa was
2: was guilty. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, just the whole using big as right. the f- fullness of your descriptor of a person.
0: Yeah, we, we may have broken the
1: big man streak. <laughs> or the joke just isn't funny anymore. It, it's probably not that. It's probably not that. But when have right. I ever stopped those before?
0: Yeah. Is anything we do funny by anyone's definition?
2: I'm sure we amuse ourselves. Sometimes. What are you doing now that your work is finished, I question. I've got a cabin just outside of the city, he explains, grabbing his coat and putting it on. I'm going to go settle in for a while. The two of us pause, just... Staring at one another as the tension builds. You want to come? Raptor finally asks. I crack a smile. I'd love that. The next thing I know, we're heading over to a staircase that leads up to the roof. I wrap my coat tightly around me and then push out into the cold. Following Rudolph over to a large wood sleigh that's been parked at the center of a snow-covered helicopter pad.
1: Now, if... Rudolph's sleigh is pulled by a bunch of mall Santas, that, that would, would be pretty, be pretty, pretty good. fucking fantastic. I hope yeah. that's the case.
0: <laughs> as long as they're naked. How would you know they're
1: Santas? I guess the hats and the boots?
0: The hat and the beard. Yeah, and the yeah. beard. Maybe even the big buckly belt.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and not and not only that, but like their harnesses would double as BDSM gear, yeah, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... Yeah.
0: I and mean, yeah, I mean, it's I, I don't feel like that's a giant leap.
1: Not if you're into horseplay.
2: Pony play, I guess. Is this safe? I call out, my voice barely audible over the howling wind that twists and turns around us. The raptor laughs. Did you forget who you were talking to? Is red nose shining more brilliant than even, is what it says here. <laughs> is <laughs> red nose shining more brilliant than even? The handsome dinosaur climbs into the driver's seat as I slide in next to him. The next thing I know, our sleigh is rising up from the ground, levitating into the air as the white flakes crumble away. And we're off, cries
1: Rudolph.
2: Suddenly, my prehistoric companion and me are zooming over the snow-covered city below.
1: Now it's very important to know that this sleigh is powered by (laughs)
2: blowjobs. Twisting and turning above the Chicago skyline as we make our way out of town. The ride is smooth. But I still can't help being frightened by the sheer height of our journey. I nuzzle up against the handsome raptor, who then returns the favor by putting one of his muscular arms around me, pulling me close. It's not long before our sleigh is drifting lower and lower to the ground, eventually coming in for a soft landing, a small clearing that's surrounded by enormous, white-capped pine trees. Christmas lights are dangling everywhere, casting our approach in rainbow-colored brilliance. There in the middle of the clearing is the cozy cabin that Rudolph had mentioned, smoke already billowing out from the chimney. Is someone home? I question. The raptor shakes his head. I jumped ahead in time to get things ready for us. Oh, wow, is all that I can manage to retort. Every passing second finds me growing more and more attracted to this legendary Christmas dinosaur he's the whole package that's for sure
1: <laughs> <The> Package.
0: <laughs> oh my god so um
1: so uh yeah. what's this guy's name again turno um, let's just call him turno
2: perps that was yeah. it
1: uh so t's very like he wasn't even shocked or surprised or anything by the dinosaur presumably the dinosaur head i don't know if it's a, like a if it's full anthropomorphic based on the or not. look
0: at the cover of the book i linked it in the uh, in the chat earlier oh it'll give you a pretty good visual of the raptor
1: okay okay so this guy was not shocked by the dinosaur head which implies that it's common or not out of the ordinary so this is an interesting universe where we're you know maybe it's getting into like the bojack universe
0: maybe ooh, yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. the two of
2: us trudge up the front walk through the snow arriving at the cabin door and then pushing through to reveal a set of large overstuffed chairs and a roaring fireplace here we are rudolph announces closing the door behind him the second this handsome dinosaur turns around i'm already upon him kissing the raptor passionately as I tear his coat up over his head. Fuck yeah, get it. His clothes catch on his antlers a bit, but eventually, they find a way out.
0: Just... <laughs> if I had antlers, I think I would only wear shirts with buttons. Yeah,
1: definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> if I had antlers, there would definitely be more dead people. That's fair. If I had antlers, I would never wear a hat.
2: Or like yeah, three yeah. of them.
0: Yeah, I was actually about to say, or wear a lot yeah. of hats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you also think about clearing doorways. yeah you'd have to go through oh, sideways oh that's why the ceiling was high in his office yes yeah. <clears throat> and
0: that and it was just a nice office it makes sense that it would have had a high ceiling regardless i tossed the
2: fabric to one side as i continue with my barrage of kisses allowing my hand to fully explore the chiseled topography of his scaly green body okay so he is
1: scaled he is scaly yeah well it it may just be like like on the cover like the guy has green skin so it may just be like person but Mm. you know a person with yeah i I think
0: dr tingle does the photoshops for the cover himself excellent and he may not have had the skill set to put scales on to the body yeah
2: so so more like a uh a lizard person sure like a, a anthropomorphic dinosaur, but with a dinosaur Oh, God, head.
1: Rudolph's a reptilian. Yeah.
2: And antlers. <laughs> wow, that's a... All right. Yep. I got this picture now. Yeah. I want you so bad, I groan. I need you to fuck me. Rudolph smiles and begins to kiss me back with an I equal helping of passion. I know this is fashion.
0: the kind of book that it is, but it would have been hilarious to me if if Rudolph had been like, Whoa, dude. I don't know you like that.
1: Let's, let's, <laughs> let's like have a conversation first and then we'll see.
0: Yeah, why don't we go on a date? At date? least
1: buy me a Coke. Joe, Rudolph is a fourth dimensional being. They've already had That's all fair. these conversations. That's true.
2: Rudolph smiles, then begins to kiss me back with an equal helping of passion. The two of us are frantically tearing away one another's clothing now, continuing until we reach our underwear. I begin to run my fingers delicately back and forth across the band of the dinosaurs' red and white boxer briefs. Then finally make my move and plunge my hand down within. I wrap my fingers tight around the prehistoric beast's aching rod, watching as a long, satisfied moan escapes his
1: lips. Now, is this a... raptor dick? Or just a scaly human dick. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out.
2: Yeah, the more I read here, the more I'm starting to think that this is just like a velociraptor with antlers. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. Like, well, no, the cover well, you can't judge has, a book like, by, hu- by its humanoid. cover, Chris.
0: <sighs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to go drink cyanide now.
0: Also, I
2: wonder is he, like, I guess if he is a humanoid velociraptor mm-hmm. hybrid thing like a velocitar sure. minnow raptor like yeah then whatever it probably doesn't matter but if he's an actual dinosaur then is he actually a velociraptor or is he a Jurassic Park style velociraptor which is more oh, of a utah yeah. raptor because Velociraptors were only like the size of a chicken. Right. Or a turkey.
0: I, I, I don't think that Rudolph is, is turkey-sized. Yeah. Yeah, because like, otherwise they wouldn't be able to yeah. embrace and right. kiss easily. Yeah. I mean,
2: that probably would have come up. Yeah. I wrap my fingers tight around the prehistoric beast's aching rod, watching as a long, satisfied moan escapes his lips. Not wasting any time, I begin to pump my hand up and down his length in slow sensual movements enjoying Mm. the way that rudolph (laughs) pumps his hips along with me
1: so is is rudolph uncut or cut do you think
0: i don't know maybe we'll find out if not then you can just kind of use your own imagination
1: i imagine hand jobs would be much harder if you're uncut
0: um i can't really speak to that i'm not sure I don't see why.
1: It seems like it.
2: I mean, you know, admittedly, I my experience with jerking other people off is limited, but...
0: Because eh. you just have a nice, smooth surface to move on. If anything, it might be more efficient. Well, I'm glad we went this direction.
1: But he, here's, here's a public service announcement. Don't snip your kids. Yeah, I mean, we can definitely uh,
2: take a moment to say, yeah, let's, let's stop the yeah. barbaric practice of genital mutilation, regardless of gender sure
1: yep it, you can get it re- like if the kid doesn't like it he can get it removed later on but you can't put it back on yeah mad with lust i dropped
2: down to my knees before the muscular raptor pulling his shorts off and gasping aloud as his enormous cock juts out toward my face the creature is utterly enormous his swollen dick impressive in size and texture while i'd expected a bright green dinosaur dick I'm greeted instead by a rod that is striped exactly like a candy cane, red and white.
0: Sure, why not?
2: Looks delicious, I offer. I just... (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Just, oh my god, Yukon Cornelius. (laughs) Does it curve
1: like a a candy cane? cane?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now we know what he was licking off of his axe. Yep. (sighs) Looks delicious, I offer, gazing up at Rudolph with a smile and then opening wide to take his member. Immediately, the delicious flavor of peppermint fills my mouth. I begin to pump my face up and down across the creature's length, taking my time with him as I reach up and cradle his hanging balls. Are they also candy-striped, or are they like Christmas tree ornaments?
1: Yeah, that's what they are. And they're they're also frosted, too.
2: Eventually, I pick up speed, belligerently slamming my face down onto the Christmas legend over and over again as he moans above.
1: Do you think anyone's ever gotten a broken nose giving a blowjob? Soon enough, I decide to
2: take things to the next level, pushing my face onto his enormous cock and refusing to let up. Instead of pulling back, I continue onward, taking the dinosaur's shaft deeper and deeper until I swallow him completely. Rudolph's rod is now fully planted within my neck resting well past the expected limits of my gag reflex.
0: I like when we make David read spot. I do too. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
2: Uh... <laughs> yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I gaze up at the holiday dinosaur from this position of submission, smiling with my eyes as my face presses hard against his immaculate
0: ass. It ab. sounds like a nine inch nails song.
2: Position of submission. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to hear an industrial song with these lyrics.
0: I mean, we have you reading them it's true i can open up fruity loops right now is is
1: there <laughs> like a gay death metal band and all they sing about is gay sex there
2: almost certainly has to be there yeah, there's no like, way yeah that, there, there can't at be. least
1: be one yeah i gaze up the holiday dinosaur
2: from this position of submission smiling with my eyes as my face presses hard against his immaculate abs Rudolph places his hands against the back of my head and holds me like this, taking control as I submit myself to him fully.
0: So he, he is a raptor, minor, he, he, he's built like a minotaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, we're, we're talking about like abs and like the way that this anatomy is being described.
2: Yeah, definitely like anthropomorphic. Yeah. Just scaly with a candy cane dick.
0: Yup. Yeah, yeah,
2: sure. And antlers. And on goes, a wrapper yeah. head mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and a glowing nose. Yep. Okay. I got that visual now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Take a minute listeners and fix that in your head <laughs> for what's about to happen.
2: We stay in this position for as long as I can possibly muster. Then finally pull back with a gasp and a shower of spit. A long strand of glistening saliva now hangs between my wet lips and the head of the dinosaur's cock. Fuck me, I demand. I need some of that Christmas cheer up my tight gay butthole. I think I'll have no problem guiding my cock exactly where it needs to go, Rudolph replies, his nose twinkling brilliantly.
1: Yeah, I was brilliantly. expecting some kind of, you know, come down my, my, my this chimney. Is very silly. Like wordplay. <laughs>
2: it's, it's, it's very <laughs> silly, yeah. Um, yeah. I pull off my underwear and then climb up onto the nearby couch, turning around and popping my bare ass out towards the handsome prehistoric reptile. I brace myself on the hard back of the furniture, wiggling my rump from side to side as the raptor approaches from behind. Rudolph aligns his enormous candy cane-striped shaft with my tightness, teasing my anal seal for a moment, and then finally thrusting forward in one long, confident swoop. Oh, fuck, I cry out, gripping tightly to the back of the couch as Rudolph slides deep within me. While I'd had little problem taking his girthy cock between my lips, this dinosaur's member up my ass is as a different story entirely.
1: Like, uh, okay, so he said my gay butt. So, so he is. Uh-huh. So, this is not like a first experience for him. No, no, no I, I
0: no. think just Rudolph's business is so massive that it's
2: it's one big candy cane. It's like those, yeah. you know, the the yep. big ones that you could get at Christmas that were like a would long. That, would that burn? <laughs> I I, I, do I don't think, think it's actually made out of peppermint.
0: An Chris, candy cane into any bodily orifice. Don't I mean, do aside that from your your mouth. Yeah, there would be some discomfort.
2: Yeah, there there would be problems. There's a lot of sugar there that should yeah, not go inside could. of your. Some
1: yeah, So no one do that. Yeah, definitely. But if you right. do send pics yeah. to our send pics to our our podcast,
0: please don't please don't send me that.
1: You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't. Yeah. No, Chris. We'll, we'll put a special <laughs> link on the website so that people can send you your second life. Got uh, uh, right?
1: it. Uh, when you said that, I just, I, I, was, I was imagining myself in like a police interrogation room and I, a guy in a suit comes in and sits down. And he's like, Ugh. all right,
0: like a, crocodile suit or like a bunny suit like what are you imagining? no like a
1: business suit oh, a guy, oh a, i yeah, got a business suit comes in he sits down and puts like a folder in front of on a table between us and he says i know about your second life creepiness <laughs> i don't know why that tickles <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, whatever, whatever floats your boat, there, well, Rudolph's
0: man. Rudolph's raptor cock does not. Well,
1: it, no, David it's not Continuum. a raptor <laughs> cock because he referenced a head, and as far as I know, reptiles don't have glands.
0: Yeah, I think he has. I think he has humanoid genitals. Also,
1: balls, and reptiles have internal testes
0: and balls. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. technically
2: raptors wouldn't have been reptiles necessarily i mean they're and dinosaurs they so they're kind of closer to avians and really yeah that's even weirder and less likely because like bird
1: dicks are
0: they don't have not... i don't think this book gives a shit about an yeah no
1: wieners i think they just mash their 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 thingies together yeah, don't they
0: have just aren't they just all clo- yeah okay? i
1: think that's what it is if if we have any ornithologists or uh paleo paleontologists um and in- li- listeners please educate us Yes, please tell
0: us the uh, sound off in the comments. Like ordinarily about it's annoying your knowledge when you, you well actually genitals. us in the comments section. But but yeah, if you have insight into bird genitals, go ahead and let us know, or dinosaur genitals specifically. No.
2: I feel completely maxed out. My butthole stretched to the brink. Fortunately, Rudolph is a patient lover, taking his time with me and allowing my body a moment to adjust to his size. That's nice. Yeah. That's, that's that's good that's that's important depends on what you want out of your partner it well you know consent in all things mm-hmm. and
0: if you're going up the the yeah hole, i mean just because of anatomical it's a slow limitations road. yeah i think you kind of yeah. want to take your time there
2: the handsome dinosaur moves slowly at first gradually gaining speed until the two of us fall into a rhythm together soon enough my legendary christmas lover and me have fallen into a pleasant groove together any discomfort melting away as it's replaced by a powerful, aching warmth. The sensation starts off in the pit of my stomach and then slowly begins to make its way down my arms and legs, filling my body with a buzzing holiday excitement. I notice now that a faint jingle rings out every time Rudolph slams his hips against my rump, his balls rattling like sleigh bells as they fill the cabin around us with Christmas cheer.
1: That sounds
0: annoying. (laughs)
1: god like can you imagine going for a walk with rudolph you just hear this
0: do you think that you can't hear rudolph's balls jingling once you stop believing in the magic of christmas
2: (laughs) (laughs) that explains what i hear each night (laughs) faster and faster the balls begin to sound as rudolph slams against me the pleasure growing as it passes back and forth between us in an ever-escalating feedback loop Oh my fucking god! Oh my fucking god! I start to repeat, (laughs) words falling out of my mouth over and over again in a blissful mantra. I'm utterly beside myself with pleasure, my body trembling hard as the handsome dinosaur continues to slam up into me. Oh my fucking god!
0: Read it sexier, David. (laughs) Oh my fucking god!
2: (laughs) Because really, David, you, you sound like an idiot when you're trying to be yeah, sexy, David. and you sound like an idiot when you're actually having yeah, sex. Yeah. So, David.
1: Yes? Hold my beer. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, no. No, we're good. <laughs> no, do it. No, I, I want this.
1: Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, that's, that's probably pretty yeah, accurate.
2: Yeah. I reach down between my legs and grab a hold of my hanging cock, beating myself off in time
0: with the movements
2: of Rudolph's
1: dick. You know, of all the, of all the euphemisms for that, beating off, that's, that's real sexy.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, again, yeah, it, it's the yeah. limitations of, of erotic language. You know, it's, it's like we talked about last week.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, there are challenges yeah.
2: to that. And it, I think it's probably a lot like, you know, if you, if you are actually never stop and think about what you're saying when you're having sex. No. It just takes you completely out of it.
1: Now, this is something that I need to know for when I find a sex.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes. When you do find a sex, just uh, live in the moment. Live in the moment. Yeah, that's important. I reach down between my legs and grab a hold of my hanging cock, beating myself off in time with the movements of Rudolph's dick. We quickly fall into a nice polyrhythm together, the erotic sensations now blossoming within me from two distinct locations. I feel as though I've just about reached my limit, ready to come at any moment when the handsome dinosaur abruptly pulls out of me. Hey, I blurt. I was so close. It's the holiday season, Rudolph explains. Let's try something special. A wry grin creeps its way across my face. Okay, I coo. Gazing back over my shoulder at the handsome dinosaur, Rudolph immediately climbs down into position behind me, lowering himself until he's practically kneeling on the carpet. His antlers are now positioned directly behind my rump, and I soon realize what's going on when one of the enormous horns begins to push up against my asshole. That
1: sounds dangerous. Yeah, Yeah, that's 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 that's, a lot.
2: I, you, you just met this reindeer dinosaur.
1: <laughs> like he, You're a very trusting person, yeah. Terno. The, the, the only way that this, that this might not go bad is if Rudolph lets T like, take hold of the horn and control the movements.
0: I mean, he's a, he a magical Christmas dinosaur. Like, give, give him some credit.
1: It's, yeah, I mean,
2: he's been at this for a while, I, I assume. As unusual as this is, I don't pull away. Right now, I'm happy to dive in fully for whatever holiday adventures Rudolph has to offer, including an antler in the butt. You like that? The handsome dinosaur questions, teasing me. I guess. I love it, I gush. Do you want it nice or naughty? Rudolph continues.
1: That's a loaded question. Naughty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Naughty, I tell him confidently. Rudolph pushes forward and impales my ass across his giant horn the antler filling my butthole as a long, satisfied groan escapes my lips. His horn is not quite as big as his cock, but there seems to be a strange Christmas magic coursing through it. While my body floods with the glorious sensation of a perfectly massaged prostate, my mind fills with a cascade of warm holiday visions. I see presents wrapped with a bow, and I smell the overpowering scent of baking gingerbread. It's kind of like the exact opposite of the experience that Frank had when he summoned
1: the Cinnabites. Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: a a really interesting point, David.
1: Yeah, this is a much better, like, uh, spiritual... Place to get into, like, like, yeah. like. You have two options. You can go with the Cenobites or Sexy Raptor Rudolph. I'm taking Sexy Raptor
0: Any Rudolph. Day of the week, yeah. Well, can't we have Sexy Raptor Cenobite Rudolph?
2: I hope so. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you've unlocked things I didn't even know I <laughs> if wanted. If Rudolph has <laughs> a
1: fall from grace, yes, <laughs> but outside of that, you know, would he have like jingle bells just like attached to him
2: everywhere?
0: Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Maybe like wrapped in Christmas lights.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like chains of tinsel.
1: No, no, no. Uh, no. You, you guys are thinking in the wrong dimension. Like, like a Rudolph's uh, realm of pain would just be you sitting in line for 10 hours at, at a supermarket trying to buy Christmas presents.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's if he was trying to torment you. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm hoping that we get out of this yeah. the, uh, the Christmas magic I see presents wrapped with a bow, and I smell the overpowering scent of baking gingerbread. Rudolph begins to pump in and out of me once more with his antlers, quickly falling into the same rhythm that we'd found
0: before. This is how you get a neck injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That does yeah. seem real hard on the, on the spinal cord, what, what he's doing.
2: It's like those, uh, have you guys ever seen the, like, dildo masks? Yeah. Where it's, you know, in the forehead or the mouth or whatever. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I, I feel like one of those is just a real good way to get a
0: broken neck. I don't disagree.
1: Some people are into that. A broken neck? I don't yep. think anyone's into that. Only like once. Yeah. Trust me, it's I, I, a thing. I, I,
2: well, I mean, <laughs> I don't doubt it, and I'm not here to kink shame anyone, but... You get one of that's those. The, yeah, you get one. Make it worth yep. it. Now I can feel the sensations of an impending orgasm blossoming up within me yet again, filling my body with a potent energy that's just waiting to erupt. I'm quaking hard, every muscle within me pulled tight and begging for release until finally I throw back my head and let out a frantic scream. The climax tears through me like a powerful wave jizz erupting hard from the head of my shaft and hot, white ropes that splatter down onto the cushions below. Meanwhile, Rudolph continues to hammer away at my butthole with his antler, never letting up for a second until all of the cum has been drained from my balls. As soon as I finish, I can feel the handsome dinosaur pull out of me. I turn around and drop to my knees before him, reaching up to frantically beat off his red and white shaft. The raptor only needs a few pumps before he throws his head back and lets out a long, satisfied howl, spunk erupting from the head of his cock and splattering out across my smiling face below. I open wide to catch as much of the cum as I can, swallowing his peppermint-flavored seed and then going back for more.
1: Really? Eventually, like, his wiener tastes like peppermint soda. Does his sperm? I'm, I thought there'd be more variants.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed it wasn't like gingerbread yeah, yeah. sperm. Eventually, Rudolph finishes and then staggers back, collapsing into the second couch that's directly across from us. I stand up and walk over, falling into the cushions next to him as I struggle to catch my breath. That was amazing, I gush. Are you ready for an eternity of it? the dinosaur replies with a smile. I nuzzle in close, enjoying the warmth of my new lover just as much as the warmth of our roaring fire. Don't get too cozy, Rudolph informs me i've gotta leave in a few minutes
1: yeah yeah, that eternity thing that was just bullshit why i question to meet you
2: at my office if i'm not there when you drop off your presents then we won't fall in love he explains i narrow my eyes wait what i need to go back in time and start the loop over rudolph explains fair enough i reply i'm not sure how this time travel thing works but i trust you you're gonna come with he continues I'll drop you off in the snow so you can come find me at my office. Wait a minute, I stammer. How many times have we done this before?
1: That's Technically n- the wrong question. An infinite at what point amount does times, this not become horrible? Yeah, th- that- that's kind of the way time loops. Yeah, work. yeah, wh- when yeah. when he said are you ready for an eternity of it? I was already horrified. Eternity of anything sounds terrible. Wait, just
0: being stuck in that loop forever.
2: And you're still not finished watching the sound of music. <laughs> and we're not bored i question we forget every time and i only start remembering once we get to the cabin rudolph explains otherwise we'd both go crazy i guess you've got your answer then i tell him with
1: a laugh oh my god rudolph, rudolph is wins. a cenobite
0: i i think yeah <laughs> all right i'm fucking done guys I'm done
1: <laughs> see done. you
0: soon the fucking time traveling <laughs> rudolph the red nose raptor centibite no. No, I'm done. I'm done.
2: Suddenly, I'm rushing through the snowy streets of Chicago, two packages under my arm, and we're done.
1: So this is the first time that we've finished an entire book. Yeah. I mean, this was only like 15 pages.
0: That was right, some I'm Twilight Zone shit. That was, that's how <laughs> Twilight Zone episodes end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe, uh, maybe Tingle, uh, includes some cosmic horror and, you know, as yeah. a common theme.
0: I could see that. Yeah. All right.
2: I mean, is it, is it really, I mean, it's still consensual. They forget until they get to the cabin. Sure rudolph remembers but turno is forgetting this entire thing so every time he's and he was clearly the initiator
0: right yeah yeah. yeah. so well, uh, he, here, here's the problem not, though
2: is it horrific yes like if because if he decided not to go with well, him to well, restart okay the look does
0: it restart his body as well though yeah because like, he's gonna his get body old. return yeah, is he is he
1: aging in to, real time not, in not only timeline? that but like he's just disappeared from the main timeline without a trace that. Like no one knows where he is. There, there's no I'm less dead concerned body with that
0: just... and more concerned about the integrity of his O-ring. <laughs> well, th- that I assume snaps back after when the when the loop resets.
1: We got a lot of questions, Tangle.
0: Yeah. Um, we're Don't gonna... worry.
1: I'm going to tweet
0: him about this.
1: Yep. <clears throat> Good. Good. That's important. You know, because T may forget, but does his. Bussy forget. Well, I mean, you know, assuming they're
2: not doing this just literally as a an ongoing forever. That's what he said, just though. Yeah, I feel there. like
0: that's the implication, is that they're just going to be in this time so loop until forever.
2: They fuck, and then he goes back out into the snow, stumbles into the building, and meets Rudolph. And then they fuck. They go fuck. Mm-hmm. And then immediately they go back to square one. There's never any like hanging out and just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm having well, hot cocoa, massaging well, we, each other's feet.
1: Well, we can't know because T forgets. Yeah.
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they may very well take time for his his O-ring, his asshole to, you know, recover if it starts to chafe or things are and, a and problem, I do feel like know. like
0: Rudolph seems like a very sensitive lover. I feel like he would be concerned about aftercare. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, could I would could hope be so. a ruse. You know what, Joe? Can you just can you just <laughs> talk? To, just let's end this episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kane's very uncomfortable.
0: I think so. Do do we have anything else that we want to add before I do the the promo? At the I'm end?
2: just really glad we were able to double stuff our listeners stockings.
1: I agree. Ugh. Also, um
0: god, I hate you all.
1: <laughs> I'm not I'm not very well read, but this was like this was uh, engaging writing. You know, in yeah. terms of of Tingle's actual and writing yeah, skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
0: was on the higher end of things that we've read. Also, I I think
2: this was like 15 pages. I don't know how long chuck tingle's stuff typically is and it feels to Mm -hmm. me like this is the right sort of length for
1: something like this i agree yeah
2: it's just a a little taste of weird Mm -hmm.
1: and being able to achieve your goal in the shortest amount of effort that's a skill
0: yeah like the his use of language was very efficient
2: and there are some typos and some things that uh i i don't know if they're stylistically on purpose or if it's just a it's hard to say because with someone like chuck tingle he is very very sincere but also it seems like he's very clearly like winking at people you know what i mean
1: like yeah yeah yeah. yeah, okay
2: (laughs) i mean this stuff but also come on guys no one's taking this seriously right
1: yeah he either is winking at the audience or he's a hundred percent out of his bonkers crazy (laughs) (laughs)
0: What does "out of his bonkers" mean?
1: <laughs> I it's, like it. It's like crazy, but
2: crazier.
0: Yeah. Okay. You know,
2: I, I am thrilled, however, that uh, in this edition of Rudolph the red nose, Butt Raptor from two-time mm. Hugo Award finalist Chuck Dingle,
0: which you now, which own. I now
2: own, thank you. Uh, <laughs> there is also a second story, "Seduced by Doctor Bigfoot." attorney at large
1: (laughs) okay so that'll be fun for me to read later (laughs) yeah here's here's what i think we should do Mm -hmm. um we should sign off kiss well that that too we should install a panic button for if we have like too many taxing episodes in a row we can slam that panic button and it'll bring out a chuck tingle book and then we can read it and we'll recover. i mean I, I
0: try to take that into consideration when i choose the episodes to not have back to back like I, I throw fun ones in every now and then for that reason yeah. yeah i'm, I'm just congratulations, saying congratulations joe that tingle you're, is a resource you're, a, you're benevolent i agree and we're definitely coming back to chuck tingle because i would like to read more of his stuff yeah all right cool you know, whatever. Don't forget to like, subscribe, click the YouTube bell. If you want to support us on Patreon or check out our fun Discord server, you can go to wegiveyoubrainworms.com give dot com. Did I just Freudian slip? Say dot com. Else hear that.
1: <laughs> A little, but I was gonna. I let didn't it hear go.
0: anything. Um, uh, whatever you do or don't celebrate this time of year, I hope that it's going well for you. Thank you bah for humbug.
1: listening. humbug. And. Uh, i'm gonna speak for all of us here this time i'm not sorry no i'm I'm pretty proud of you're welcome you're welcome
0: all right i finished my upload i'm jumping in the (laughs) furnace fuck
1: you guys (laughs) i'm gonna push the button this has been a production of Brainworms Presents. Any copyright content contained within is used for purposes of review. Brainworms podcast is David Combs, Kane Magdalene, Christian Schaefer, and Joseph Wells. The theme of music is HodgePodge Number no. One by Brian Davis. If you like what you heard, you can support us and learn about our other projects at WeGiveYouBrainWorms.com or by leaving a review on your favorite listening app. Bigfoot Pirates Haunt My Balls!